0: Today's reading is 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Now we know that if the earthly tent we live in is dismantled, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built with human hands. For in this tent we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked." So while we are in this tent, we groan under our burdens, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but clothed, so that our mortality may be swallowed up by life. And God has prepared us for this very purpose, and has given us the Spirit as a pledge of what is to come. Therefore we are always confident, although we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight." We are confident, then, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we aspire to please Him, whether we are here in this body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive his due from the things done in the body, whether good or bad. Therefore, since we know what it means to fear the Lord, we try to persuade men. What we are is clear to God, and I hope it is clear to your conscience as well. We are not commending ourselves to you again. Instead, we are giving you an occasion to be proud of us, so that you can answer those who take pride in appearances rather than in the heart. If we are out of our mind, it is for God. If we are of sound mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us. Because we are convinced that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Although we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's trespasses against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is God's word. Yesterday in 2 Corinthians 4, we read that Paul and his companions did not lose heart, despite the hardships they faced, because they have a ministry that transforms lives by the power of Christ. Today's reading continued the theme of serving the Lord, despite the costs that come with it. Another reason not to lose heart is eternity. We have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, according to verse 1 in the NIV. Believers should long for eternity, according to verses 2 through 8, but live for Christ with the time we have on this earth now, according to verses 9 and 10. Living for Christ means reaching out to non believers with the life transforming power of the gospel message. That's according to verses 11 through 21. So this is why Paul and his team kept traveling, kept giving the gospel despite the pain of persecution and the difficulties of dealing with disrespectful churches. There are so many powerful verses in this chapter. For instance, and these are all from the NIV, verse 7, For we live by faith, not by sight. Verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Verse 11, Since then we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade others. Verse 15, And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. Verse 20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Verse 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So many powerful verses in this chapter. But the one thing that stands out to me today is verse 9. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home, in the body, or away from it. Pleasing God is not the same as trying to earn his love or his salvation. That's impossible. God loves us unconditionally. When we were still sinners and saved us as a gift of his grace alone. But once we are saved by God's grace, We want to become holy like He is, and to rescue other sinners like Jesus did. God is pleased with these things because they are evidence of the life of the Holy Spirit within us, according to verse 5, and because they show that we are no longer living for ourselves, but for Him who died for us and was raised again. That's what verse 15 says. Now that we are God's children, our goal is to please Him with our lives. Is this a goal that we think about daily? Whatever you face today, consider what it would look like to please the Lord in the things you pay attention to, the decisions and choices you make, and what to do with the time in front of you. And I'll see you next time.